Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. The final moments, plural, of season seven of New Amsterdam Radio is upon us what's going on citizens little voice here and you are locked in of course to new amsterdam radio the podcast for thinkers doers and creatives newamsterdam.com at new amsterdam on instagram and at new underscore amsterdam on that twitter september is in full swing getting close to the end of the year i'm looking at my yearly bucket list going oh man where did 2022 come from it was like 2021 but Twice as fast or have as much time had elapsed? I, I don't know. What is time, by the way? Just want to thank you so much for checking out the show. I know you have a lot of podcasts and your podcasting diet. You make New Amsterdam part of that. Make sure you tell a friend. We're available on all podcast platforms, especially at iHeartRadio if you are so inclined. On today's episode, we're going into the music side of things. And even though if you are a longtime listener, you've heard me uh, share my exploits of me dabbling with the genre. Of course, we'll talk about that later on in the talk itself. But sitting down with Shelly Ray Speck, this week's guest, was an experience uh, to say very unique. Here is someone that's made a career of writing some notable songs that you may have heard of in uh, the grand scheme of things, but now is taking her career to the next level, a new step, uh, and to really show what she's feeling after so many years of experience. I got a chance to sit with her virtually uh, from her desert location to talk about the bottles on my side and among other things. You'll enjoy it. You'll appreciate it. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can always hit me up personally on Twitter at FloboBoyce. That's F-L-O-B-O-B-O-Y-C-E with your thoughts. But enough of me rambling. Now it's time for my chat with Shelly Respect. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, creatives, to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, Flopo Voice, in the mayor's office. And as always, I'm not alone. You see, even though I DJ weddings, I don't actually make the songs. I don't know anything about kind of musical theory, but my guest is a musical genius, dare I say. Please welcome Shelly Race back to the show. How's it going, Shelly? Oh, man, it's good. I love your intro. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were talking about this before we were going live. You are, are living the desert life. You're out there from Los yeah. Angeles. And it's on purpose. <laughs> you know, I came out yeah. here. And I always had like a romantic relationship with the desert. I'd come out, I don't know, six, seven times a year. There's just yeah. something so zen about it. And, right. and it inspires my writing. So it's a good place for me. Uh, I've done a couple weddings uh, out there in a town, a town called Pioneer Town. Uh, I, I've DJ things out there, and uh, I go, okay, I'm ready to go home now. I'm a city cat. I don't. <laughs> I love I... Pioneer Town, and I don't know if you went there, but ha ha uh, Pappy and Harriet's. Mm -hmm. they Never had been. Paul McCartney there. Oh Paul wow! McCartney played that venue. It's like a huge venue now. Yeah. Um, Lord played there. Uh, they get these great artists. It's amazing. Um, it's a it's a thing, you know. Yeah. It really is. It's a it's a thing where people like to come. To Joshua Tree, so it's very. That cool. is not a town you just go there without a purpose. You can't be like, "Well, my bus broke down in Pioneer Town." It's like, <laughs> well, you get in trouble. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> Your bus broke down. It, it is super desert. Uh, so, tell me about the story. Uh, you are. 
uh, so many hyphens there, but it all comes around with the music side. You are a performer. You are a yeah, writer. Yeah. Uh, you go to producing um, as well. I, I right now. I was a. I had a, a band in the eighties, a big hair band, and uh, we were really had a lot of fun. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and we opened for like Mister Mister Melissa Manchester, and then I decided I didn't want to tour. Didn't want to mm -hmm. do that lifestyle anymore. So I signed with A and M Records. Uh, publishing company as a staff songwriter producer yeah. and during that time it was a big shift because I was writing I was telling stories you know they uh, we got a lot of the band got a lot of comparisons to the pretenders right partially because it was like crazy rock and partially because there were a few women influencers that had their own band so that was the only one yeah uh, the pretenders which didn't mind at all but when I started writing um, as a project writer or staff songwriter, you have a quota. So you have to write a certain number of songs per year. Wow. And um, mostly they want hits. They want to, you know, you're, you submit a song, you, you record it, you write it, you produce it. Many times my partner and I, Angie Rubin, um, we'd play instruments on it. Sometimes we'd bring in other players like Kurt. Kurt, <laughs> we wrote a song with Kurt Farquhar. And, um, but uh, I got out of the contract because I wanted to get out of the contract. Okay. <laughs> so enough said on that. But then I went into just project writing, project writing for years and years and years, writing for film and TV. Somebody would call me a producer and say, I need a, a country western waltz. For a bar scene yeah so i play all the instruments sing it and get a tune by the next day and um that went on for a really long time yeah and um i'm grateful for it believe me because yeah these are really nice right that's what i hear but when i moved out here um i wanted to i just started writing a different i i got to tell my story again because i wasn't under contract i didn't have to write Right, we had a thing, and she and I called. We'll write for food, our little song. <laughs> right, <Yeah. laughs> but no, I had you know, I came out here and I had uh, just all of a sudden just started writing songs like crazy. The one that that uh, Dominic sent to you, and I have three more in the pipeline, actually, more than that. But um, this song is like super important to me. Um, it's a uh, it's a song about the first cut is the deepest. Yeah. And that's what this song's about. It uh, happened a very long time ago. But when I got out here, like, just like started flooding. And so when I was in L.A., uh, the song is about a story. I'm in L.A. We had just broken up. I'm singing at a party, my cross legs, you know, hippie style. And um, somebody comes up and gives me a little, you know, update on him and um i was feeling real lonely you know so a while ago but i felt real lonely and i felt like the entertainment business sometimes you find good friends takes a long time sometimes you know you get a hundred letters that say no we don't we're not interested in that song or you mm -hmm. and then you get one that says yes but i was feeling lonely and i looked at this whiskey bottle sitting in the middle of the room and i said well uh, yeah He's on my side. This whiskey bottle's on my side. I'll take that. So yeah. That's what the whole song's about, you know, but the bottle's on my side. Um, and it's sort of tongue in cheek. 
and you know, I'm not, I don't, uh, I don't like to promote drinking, but I like it. <laughs> I don't do it every day, but you yeah. know, um, at that time it was a really good, it was on my side, you know, it really yeah. dulled the pain. And, um, Eventually, of course, I, I moved on. Thank God, I didn't yeah. stalk anybody. <laughs> right, keep it healthy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Music, but there's there's a lot to honestly impact because I, I think it's so interesting for creatives and entertainers on that ever. There's always that like yin yang dynamic of having the crowds love you and and buy the merch and you're on these shows and you're able to influence others. But it is kind of like solitary if you love it, lonely if you don't kind of lifestyle. It is. Uh, and you opted out of touring. So a selfish question because I do stand up comedy. What made you go, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. I guess I'm not cycling the road. Yeah, well, you know, first of all, that's a, a great insight into how it is for, for writers because it's a solitary experience most of the time. I mean, I've had lots of co-writers, mm -hmm. but um, when you start to just tell your story, it's a little different. It's very personal. It's very um, solitary. And it's sometimes you go really deep. The next song I'm coming out with is a song called I'm Not the Marrying Kind, which ain't deep. It's just <laughs> like a Thelma and Louise. I'm not the Marion kind. Yeah. And it's real fun. And it's a story. It's a true story. So um, I guess to answer your question, um, it, it is a little bit of a dichotomy because, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you're in this personal space and then you get up and you perform it and there's people backstage before the show, people backstage after the show. That's what I didn't like. You know, I just didn't like it. I'm an introvert by nature. Yeah. And um, it was, you know, I just like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I didn't. When you write, whether it's for your own your own work or a contracted work, how do you, this is going to be a kind of weird question, how do you measure how deep to go? Do you like, do you just open up everything every time and pull it back? Do you just go, hey, this is a nice cue? Or do you get inspired by outside and go, you know what? This is a surface level song. How do you go? Yeah, about yeah. How far you go? You know, when I when you write for contract, when you're under contract, um, or you want, um, there's two ways to go. Mm -hmm. You can, I always think of a hook. Is this a hook? Do I have a hook? Yeah. And um, if I don't, I better darn well get it. Even in my storytelling, I feel like that if, if it's just, you know, blah, 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 who's going to listen to that, right? right? It has to have, uh, in my view, peaks and valleys. And it has to have a listenable, like a, you walk away going, you know, singing the song. Right. Um, and some songs are more memorable than others. And that's just how it is. But when you're in a contract, you're expected to write a hit. That's your job. Or if you're doing project writing, you're expected to write within certain parameters, you know, like an end title credit uh, as a movie goes by. Angie mm -hmm. and I did one of those. And, and um, so it's very different, you know. And, and now I just want to throw this out there. Now I'm, I don't want to perform. This song is generally, I want to get buzz on it because sure. I want another artist to do it. Alison Krauss or... Uh, well, I'd like Flume. Do you know Flume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, he could really produce this next song of mine. I mean, he's <laughs> genius. Shut out. Wow. <laughs> Putting it out there. 
Um, so, um, yeah, I, I think that pretty much sums it up. The bottles on my side. What is one of your favorite bottles? Like trying to celebrate good day or even a bad day. What's the go-to? I, I didn't understand that. What's the go-to bottle of refreshment when you do partake? Wow, I like Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean alcohol, but that works too. <laughs> I know. I like, a, I like a good vodka. Okay. Cranberry yeah. juice. Okay. A little spritzer. That that's like, and I have one at night, um, or I have a really nice Chardonnay yeah. or Pinot Noir. I like a good wine, or not yeah. a cheap wine is fine. <laughs> you know, I, I have a friend who's very picky, and so I bought some cheap wine and I gave it to her. And I was like, this is great. And I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, it comes it, in a box. It, Surprise. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> ripple or you know old english old english beer yeah. ain't nothing like it you know the lager beer i love it right um but i watch my weight so i can't drink a lot of beer that's my favorite beer is absolutely my favorite yeah i'm, I'm about that life too trying to watch your How weight about you? well i kind of go through phases so right now i'm i'm because my ancestors, my family, they're from Barbados, which is the, the birthplace of rum. So I usually get Mount Gay rum. Uh, that's why I was raised on, which sounds terrible. <laughs> I was raised on it. <laughs> yeah. Raised uh, on but, rum. <laughs> that's a but yeah, it does. It does. I've been going through a whiskey phase now because, like, like I love beer. I love Pilsners are my favorite. Uh, but, yeah, calorically speaking, it's the worst thing to drink this beer. Even wine is sugar, so I'll try to have a little, little bit of a whiskey every once in a while myself. Whiskey is deep. Have you ever had Bushnells? No, I haven't. I see it on the shelves, but I've tried other ones. Yeah. It's lovely. Okay. You had, um, what is it called? Um, Fireball? Is that what it's called? I don't do cinnamon. Uh, I had oh, okay. it once, and I go, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's deep. It's deep. You know, I think it says 40 proof on the bottle, but it's like more like 120 proof. Yeah. It's like it's one shot. You're like, bah. It's like drinking a chainsaw. Uh, four roses you may go through nowadays, or or bullet, or something along those lines. I, I'm not fancy, fancy. I'm just yeah. okay. Or uh, you know, Colin McGregor has his own property number twelve. It's an Irish whiskey, as well. So when we talk about the release of the song, the bottle's on my side. Sure, uh, yeah. Did 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 anyone like you know send it back up to the inspire inspiration to the to the guy in question? Did the guy in question hear the song uh, at all? Well, I just hope he's not watching. Uh, we're still friends. Okay. And uh, I told him about it. He heard it. Uh, I think he heard it on Spotify. I'm not sure. Nice. And I said, what do you think? And he said, beautiful. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it's about someone really special. And kind of went, you know, like that. It wasn't, I just, it wasn't, com I wasn't comfortable enough to say he's, he's remarried and his wife is absolutely fabulous. Yeah. love her they yeah. are so suited for one another and um, it just didn't feel it didn't feel right to go there yeah well, i just wanted to respect that relationship and not dredge up you know because he was hurt too you know yeah. we were both hurt it was just not gonna work um and this was a million years ago he's my high school sweetheart so yeah yeah it's just so fascinating um just uh 
to pour yourself out in one form of expression, but then at the same time, there's that, that barrier because of it. Uh, coming from comedy, sometimes they say the comedy comes from tragedy plus time, and I'll, I'll have material based on bad relationships or bad experiences, and then you always wonder what would people feel if they saw it or they knew it was about them and do yeah. you worry about that? And, and, and everyone's different, but it's always that like, why is this more nerve wracking to perform as a front of strangers? <laughs> well, it's, you know, because you're a storyteller, yeah. you're, you're telling it's comedy, but you're still telling stories. You're still telling stories based on your life experience. So yeah. it's sort of the same thing, you know, yeah. and it's personal. And if someone realizes that you're, you know, say, saying something about someone's hairpiece or something, you know, right, right, you know, right. they kind of, you know, um, that's tough. I mean, it's a fine line. Yeah. I mean, look at Will Smith. That was a fine oh. line. Oh man. Yeah. Fine well, line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Physical assault was a fine line. Um, <laughs> And funny, you talked about hair pieces. Well, I didn't have a hair on my head since I was like 21 years old. I respect Oh, well, well, I wasn't saying it because of that. <laughs> that was, no, so. Uh, so when you talk about someone that does create for yourself and others, are you someone that prefers the structure? Do you get up in the morning and go, I'm writing this morning, my writing session? Or do you wait through inspiration strikes? What's the balance? I do structure. I like structure. I like the idea of, and that's why I like pop and alternative pop is perfect. Mm -hmm. because you have a, a pop song. You want a good song. You want it to chart. But alternative pop doesn't have to be, you know, a tricky, um, repetitive hook. Yeah. It comes in all places. Look at Flume. I love it. Yeah. It's not new, but it's a woman named Maya mm -hmm. who does this song. I think it's called Say Nothing. And it's, like, unbelievable. Um, and it's not your typical repetitive um, so look at Beyonce, not right. your typical repetitive and the productions are just so killer. Um, Haley Williams is somebody else I really admire. Yeah. So I think that you, I like the structure, but I like to mix it up a bit. I mean, yeah. bottles on my side is a pop song. It's a pop structure, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus out, you know, yeah. but it, it, it's not a, it's an unusual title. And when you get, you know, go deep into the lyrics, it's, it's deep, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's kind of, uh, not to mention it does have layers the more you, you think about it. Cause like, Oh, it's kind of a funny quirky title, but again, right, right. you can totally interpret it how you feel like Oh, the best songs. Like when I was a, in high school, there was like Miss Jackson from outcast. And when you're single and a kid, it's like a fun song. But if you're out of relationship, oh, it's really tragic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Some of the what? best lyrics, like, uh, Oh, I can mention a billion, but, right. um, yeah, and you know the hook is like yeah, yeah, you know, and it's, I mean, you know, some of the Beatles song, uh, I've just seen a face I can't forget the time or place, or you know what I mean? To yeah, that's heartbreaking. It totally is Beatles stuff. Um, I know, another Adele's writing great heartbreak songs from the heart, and she's writing in a structure to answer your question. She's they're structured. Yeah. They are structured songs, you know, and it's almost all pop, except she's got such an incredible voice, you know? Yeah. Talk to me about your day-to-day -day life. I mean, you're out in the desert. What's there to live and look like? Is there like a, I don't know. I feel like you're all by yourself on a mountaintop, but it can't be the case. 
you know, I, I'm in, I, I chose a place that's in between Joshua Tree and Palm Springs. Okay. And the reason I chose it is the elevation is higher than Palm Springs and lower than Joshua Tree, which is my love. So I go both places. Yeah. Um, Joshua Tree right now is flooding, you know, because of it's at higher elevation. It got some storms. Um, Palm Springs is flooding. But I'm up in the way up in the hills, and like I'm looking out right now at San Gregorio, and there over there is Idlewild, Mount San Jacinto. I can walk out and see these windmills, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I chose a place that's very solitary um, and very uh, diverse community, which I love. And also, when I moved out here. Um, there are a lot of vacant lots. There are hardly any street. Hard, well, there's no street lights. I keep oh. seeing they put in street lights. I gotta get. I gotta go. Right. I love street lights. You know, I love the. I go out and it's so quiet, and I see these, you know, huge cactus in front of my house. It's just, it's mesmerizing. It's absolutely cool. So my day, I, day is. I, it is structure. I get up. I have a routine because I have a dog and a cat. And I love my dog. He's my companion, my best friend. And then we walk or go to the park, something like that. And then um, I usually come back and go through Facebook. And yeah. then I start writing um, and doing all the things that are necessary for interviews because we're really promoting this song. And, um, you know, it, here's my guitar. I gotta show you. Oh, please have the guitar. Wow. That is that awesome. What is it? Yeah, back. Yeah. Um, sh this is a guild, 1971 guild. And it just has this tone. I remember the first time I played it, it was like, I don't know anything about it in the 90s. And because I like, I all, all my inter instruments are vintage. Right. And this one is Maybelline. Mm -hmm. She is. I'm telling you, she makes me sound so much better than I am. Yeah. That's cool. Does, does, is it one of those situations where they name themselves, you feel it, or you go, no, that you you feel like a labeling? Like, how does that oh, even work? Oh, what an interesting thought. Yeah. It's only been in the last five years that I've been able to name her. Yeah. You know, that because uh, some of the things about guitars is it fits your body or it doesn't. Mm. And so I've had like, uh 30 guitars and some of them didn't fit some of them just did, did not fit the body the groove the, and this one fits this one is awesome i love it and i have yeah. an electric i have a 12 string i have a nylon string and there's an old joke um how many guitars does a guitar player need one just one more <laughs> I gotcha. So I'm always yeah. picking them up and you know bringing them home like rescuers. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to play you something live, if I may. Yeah, please, please, okay. please. And I just want to play the bridge to okay. the um to the uh, the bottles on my side because it, it sort of excuse me it condenses clarifies the song I think. Yeah. So let me sing that for you. <laughs> Bottle on my side, betting that you'll find. Let me do. Let me do it a little bit differently. Okay. 
Bottles on my side until I fall down. Only friend I have in this crazy town. Pull myself together for the next free round. Maybe I'm drinking and I'm slowly sinking. I don't do much thinking. All I do is dream about you. And I'm broken. Wishing and I hope never been so lonesome. All I do is dream, 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 dream about you. The fireplace has your face, and each and every flame. It was a long time ago, I know, but it feels like yesterday. On my side until I fall down. Only friend I have in this crazy town. Pull myself together for the next free round. There it is. I wanted to get that out. Yeah, Shelly respect. The bottle's on my side. That is smooth like my favorite whiskey. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got it. Oh, Rob, of course, because I was raised on it. Uh, <laughs> If, if someone's watching now, there's a lot of people out there that have that passion, that fire to write, to perform, to they see themselves on that stage, in the back of that bar, write the next song to appear at 90210 like I, you did uh, a bit ago. But there's always that barrier of what they can and can't do, what's okay with them, how does practice work, how to get started. Uh, any advice for anyone out there who needs just a little bit of kick in the pants to really go on their own musical journey? You know, I think uh, this sounds really corny. <laughs> Never. Uh, okay. The first record deal I ever got, I was uh, sitting in a restaurant, acting silly as can be, with a girlfriend. And two guys next to us in the next booth said, gosh, we've been listening. And we're like dying laughing here. What the heck do you do for a living? I said, I'm a songwriter. They said, well, send us something over. We're from Warner Brothers. And send it over. I, that was a Tuesday. By Saturday, I was in the studio at Warner Brothers. Wow. So part of it's just, I feel, just being you. Just being you. And also being present enough to know that, you know, it's not for everybody. My songs aren't for everybody. And that's okay. You know, but some, it's going to resonate for a lot of people. And um, I would just say, open yourself up to success see it see that grammy see yeah. it and work hard as if you deserve it and work hard meaning you never know who you're going to meet especially in if you're in the city like in nashville or in la you never know if you'll meet the right manager which i happen to do mm -hmm. or the right publisher which i happen to do you just have to you do have to work, you know, work, I'd say work at your craft. And then there are places um, now, like TuneCore, TuneCore is massively cool, just yeah. massively cool. It will get your stuff out and it's worth every penny. There's others I would avoid, but um, I would definitely get your song as best produced as you can. Um, 
and and depending on your audience, say you're meeting with a label, it doesn't have to be produced. What labels want are good quality songs that you that they will produce and get out for you. They do all that work. But if like with this song, Greg Wells produced it, who's a Grammy winning producer. Absolutely. Adele works with you know Katie Lang, whatever. And works we're Shelly Race back. Yeah. Shelly Race back. Yeah. So it is produced, it's broadcast quality. It's ready to go. But um, you know, sometimes uh, record labels don't overproduce it. You know, they care about a song. They care about hits. They care about longevity for an artist. You know, one record, oh, no. If they come in, if you go in with great songs, lots of talent, lots of um, confidence, mm -hmm. uh, think two, three albums with that, with that label. Because that's what they're looking at. Does she have, or he have, or does Dan have two albums? Or just going to be one, one hit. One hit wonders are great too. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I have people, I have friends that I've worked with that, you know, they retired. Yeah. You know, a lot of the, the writers for Madonna, they retired a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> so um, that's my advice. I, I definitely like TuneCore. I think it's a good, reputable, they, they, they did the release for me. Um, I was real pleased with everything they did. They got it out to Spotify, uh, Apple Music, the song. They got to Apple Music, uh, AmazonMusic.com, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And I think that they are, they're very, uh, they're kind to their artists. That you, you get what you pay for, which is very, very little. Right. Some of the others I would just avoid, but I can definitely say that they, they do a super job with young artists and pe and young songwriters. That's me. Yeah. Uh, um, so I would say, I hope that's enough. I mean, I'm probably not giving too much specifics because I truly believe that if you have that passion, you're going to be found. You're going to be found. You're going to find I one way or another to do it. You know, that could be a commercial. You know, could do do a commercial, and all of a sudden, you know, you know, uh, oh, I like that, and then somebody says, "I got to do that for my record." I've seen that a lot. Yeah. So you know, music will will find its way. Visualize the prize and and take. What well, career is decorated as your own? Like, what is left on your bucket list? Do you have goals? Is it kind of like a album by album, track by track life? What's the, the next step? <laughs> you know what I want? I want a Grammy. I'm not joking. Okay. I see it every day with my name on it, and I want um, I want to chart again. Um, and I see this song going to someone who is a really good singer. Um, you know, someone, um, just someone in Nashville that's up and coming. There's some great female singers that could sing the heck out of that, and that's where I'm I'm really going. I want I want to I want to chart with this, and I want to hear someone sing it better than I can. Uh, I do a good job, but I know somebody like I'm trying to think of who I like. I like Haley Williams. Um, mm -hmm. Trying to think of who I like, not Old Town. Um, oh gosh, there's so many young singers right now, and bands. Oh yeah, all yeah. bands from Nashville. You know, yeah. some good stuff. And I suppose a guy could sing this as well, you know. Very interesting. When I demoed it, 
uh, I talked to a lot of people that I trust musically. And I said, what about a guy singing it? And they said, no, you sing it really good. But I can hear a man singing this. I can hear yeah. Keith Urban singing this. Yeah. yeah. I love him. I was getting into Kane Brown myself. A lot of requests are at weddings this year. A lot of Kane Brown stuff. So I've been going. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah that, that, yeah. that deep resonance, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, well, and Chris, Chris Stapleton, he, he co-writes a lot of stuff. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah, yep. He's, oh, a, he's a new legend, I guess. Whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> talking cool. about talking about if 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 Chris Stapleton said, "Hey, look, I want you on my track," and I'm like, "Me?" and I don't sing at all, I would definitely <laughs> drop what I'm doing. This kid from Brooklyn would be a country so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some great artists right now too. Um, yeah, Old Town Road. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Lil Nas X or oh, Billy Ray Cyrus? Yeah. God, I love him. Love, yeah. love, love. He, his videos are outrageous. He's like, Unapologetic. he's just so fresh. Mm -hmm. he, the first time I heard the song, I went, wow, who, who is this guy? You know, and he's, he's a pretty prolific writer too. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a, a side question. Um, I have no musical talent whatsoever, but I've done comedy novelty songs before. Um, is it true what they say? A cynic person has told me it's all computers anyway. But I, I, I do feel that talent has to be at the core. You can't just like algorithmically make yourself famous or am I off my rocker? You know, it's drive. Drive will make you famous. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, I, can, I can name people that I've worked with and um, <laughs> who were okay. Mm -hmm. And the drive was there. Nothing was going to stop them. Yeah. They didn't care that they were maybe a mediocre singer. They didn't care that they were you know, right, not writing the great songs yet. They would pair up with him. They'd write with everybody, you mm -hmm. know, until they got that hit. Um, so drive is everything. If you want to do it, you know, I, I work with people. Uh, I even talk, uh, uh, it's probably not on my bio, but I taught songwriting at L.A. County Juvenile Hall which mm -hmm. is quite an experience with those young men. And I thought that was some of the freshest stuff I've ever heard. You know, they right. would just, it would be the cafeteria table and they'd go. <laughs> they'd come up with stuff that was just amazing. Yeah. Um, it was, it was really amazing. And so, you know, you say you can't do it, get a beat, get a mm -hmm. beat that you like. Get a beat and just jam, freestyle with it. You'd be right. surprised at what comes out of your body. Wow. Well, you guys heard it here first. Shelly Ray Speck has volunteered to be my vocal coach. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If you get a beat, if you get a beat um, that you absolutely love, just a beat, and they're all over the internet. Yeah. Just freestyle, see what comes out. And yeah, if you ever want to reach out, I'll give you my email address and you can edit it out. Um, yeah, but I would love to. Sure, I just see something in you, truly, truly. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm I'm seeing like a, a spark when you start talking about writing. And I mean, I I think I I write, but I've always uh, come across the the evils of writer's block, whether it's it's uh, uh, comedy or I've done two novelty comedy songs because of the pandemic, right? Couldn't go outside, so I made little uh, jokey joke songs to laugh at. I mean, that's why I was going to say freestyle, just freestyle. Yeah. 
You know, you never know what's going to come out. When I had writer's block and I joined the Groundlings in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And because I, I could, they, it just, uh, you get up on the stage and they'll give you something like, oh, you were just robbed. I would freeze <laughs> without my guitar. I just froze. Yeah. But what I found was I wasn't thinking. I just was reacting to the room to the prompt that she gave me an image. I was reacting to the image, you know? Mm. I got better. I was never great. But the, the writer's block stopped. And I it was a great lesson because you can't think too much. You know, that's, I write, I edit it. I just kind of vomit it out. Yeah. And then I go back and rewrite. That's that's the trick. Oh, so okay. Got, freestyle it. And, and then go back and say, hey, that, that, that's kind of cool. I want to repeat that part. You know what I mean? But just yeah. freestyling during the writing process, just stay open. Let whatever comes out because we are all capable. All. All of us. This is an instrument. It can do many things. Yeah. It can do comedy. It can do writing. You'd just be surprised. But yeah, I just get a beat. Just get a beat. Get your recorder or voice memo on iPhone and freestyle. Don't even think about a topic. Just see what comes out. Ice cream, ice cream. I love you, baby. I can ice cream. I, you know, whatever. You know? Yeah. This is and like a vice for life. What? This is like a vice for life. Don't think. Just freestyle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to. But if you know that you do have to come back and edit and say, that that's so making sense, or I can't hear the lyric. Many times I've done that. I can't hear the lyric. And then I, I write something down that's absolutely what I thought was the lyric. And it's just awesome. Yeah. I can I can definitely guide you through. If you ever want to do it, just holler at me. Wow. Well, uh, Telly, thank you so much. I feel like inspired to try that out this evening. Uh the, the bottle is on my side, available now. EP on the horizon. If anyone want to connect with you online, be your friend, join a fan club, how do they go about doing that? Uh, Facebook is great. Shelly Ray Speck. Uh, Facebook.com. Uh, if they want to purchase, they can go to Apple Music. The bottle's on my side. They can go to Spotify. Uh, I think they can go to Shelly Ray Speck's Spotify.com. And then that one single will come up. It's also available on Amazon.com. It's available everywhere. It's even in Target. <laughs> you can buy it on Target. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Like, that's, you make it easy as us for people to do it, and they'll totally do it. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm getting my uh, you know my 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 Pampers and my orange juice. Might as well <laughs> grab some music too while I'm here. <laughs> Definitely. so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.